Welcome to Horse Happenings with myself, Lindsay Partridge. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the mental game of riding horses and competing with horses because it's such a huge part of the equation and not always do we give it enough focus. It's always, what is my horse doing and how can I help my horse and what's the horse training part? But what about the human mental part of what's going on? And this came up in a lesson I was teaching the other day as we're prepping to get back into show season. And for uh, for us here in Ontario, shows have been shut down because of the pandemic for a really long time. And our students didn't get to compete in anything last year. And this year, we've got students that are going to be heading into the show ring. And it's been a long time. And so we were prepping for competing the other day in the lesson and whether you're competing or you're trail riding, whatever it is, there's a mental aspect to it. And this came up in the lesson because I was kind of rushing the students the same way that would potentially happen at a horse show where I set it up so that way you had a bit of a quick warm up. They could only do a couple fences and once the horse was jumping well, then they went into the ring to do their jumping round without getting to practice over the individual fences first. The same way that would happen at a show where you have a couple fences that you can do in the warm-up ring and then you're expected to go into the ring and go right into full courses. So that's kind of how I set it up and it was a little bit kind of fast-paced the same way that it might be at a horse show because you don't always know where you're going to be in the lineup for order of go. Uh, when you do jumpers anyways, it's not always like um, when you do dressage or something like that where you have a scripted time. So there's that element of being rushed and all that can kind of build up to a little bit of anxiety. And so one of my students ended up refusing some of the jumps. And even after she had been over the jumps and kind of gotten horse around, she was still having some refusals and just wasn't riding the way she usually does. So we, um, we spent the rest of the lesson trying to find her mojo again is, is what I kind of called it. And we were doing some different exercises to help her kind of get her confidence back because especially once you kind of get into your head and you kind of get stuck and you're nervous and you're a little bit of a, a wreck like that, it's hard to get yourself out of it. But also if you've had then some refusals or let's say your horse spooks at something now, your body is going to tense even more because you're going to get even more defensive than what you were. And then as your body starts to get defensive and starts to tense up, you're not going to move and flow with the horse as much and it's going to cause things to kind of spiral into a, a worse state because you're tense, the horse feels that, they get tense, they're not responding the way you normally would expect them to. So then you start getting more tense and it just kind of gets worse and worse and worse. So what are some strategies that we can do to help us in our mental state so that way we can be calm and confident and, and communication focused and ultimately present in the moment to be able to communicate with our horse. So these pieces are really, really important whether you're competing or you're out on the trail 
if you're getting into these negative thoughts and you're like, oh, something could jump out of the bush there. What was that over there? Your horse is going to feel all of this tension in you. And if you don't gain control of those thoughts, then that worry can take over. So there's lots of things that we can do to help us stay in the moment and to get present. And having that control over our emotions, also called self-regulation, is really, really key to being able to communicate with our horse effectively and ultimately have a safe and successful ride. For those of you guys that don't know, I'm actually a registered nurse. I have a bachelor's degree in health sciences and I specialized in public health and mental health for a number of years in positive mental health specifically where I would spend a lot of time researching uh, positive mental health strategies or resiliency and self-regulation. And I specialized in working with schools to implement different um, strategies and different programs to help kids in schools be more resilient and have better positive mental health. So that's some of my background and I'm going to basically pull from some of that knowledge to give you guys some tips and things that you can do, but also pulling from other knowledge that I've gained from working with other professionals. We have uh, one of our Harmony Horsemanship certified instructors is Osa Woodman. She's from uh, Maine in the United States. And she is an equine assisted therapist and she's been a therapist for a number of years uh, before doing the equine therapy for well over a decade, helping people with different stresses and anxieties and stressors. And we actually filmed a online course together called the Horse Human Connection. And Osa shares a ton of different tools and strategies to help with gaining control over your worry, your anxiety, your stress, your emotions, your energy. So that way you can be the most effective leader and partner for your horse. Truly remarkable um, person and lots of knowledge to share there. But I'm still going to give you guys some great tips that kind of pull from some of the things that Osa's taught me and pull from my background as a public health nurse and the things that I've learned over the years. And again, whether you are a competitor or a recreational rider, it doesn't really matter because if you're, if you're becoming stuck in your head and you're getting stuck on this worry or this anxiety, it's going to affect your ride, whether it be the performance in front of a crowd or just the performance for you and your horse, the two of you together. And the biggest thing is that we need to stay in the now. We need to stay in the moment. Horses don't know if we're fretting about what's going to happen in the future or what's going to happen in the past. They just know about what is happening right now. They live very much in the moment and they need us to live in the moment too. So how can we do that? And that's going to stop us from getting into those spiral of negative thoughts as well. One of the easiest things that you can do to stay in the now is to be looking around you and noticing the things that you see. And it can help to even say those things out loud. So where I'm sitting right now, what do I see? I see trees. I see a fence. I see my two lazy dogs sleeping on the ground. 
I see uh, some wood, I see grass, I see leaves, I see a doghouse, I see the barn. And just saying things out loud and getting yourself to the present of noticing what's around you. And if you're with your horse, you can be more specific on your horse too. You could be thinking, I see my horse lower his head. I see my horse flick their ear back. I see my horse twitch for the fly. I see my horse blink. So there's lots of things that you can notice. And some of that is going to be useful information that you can use to help you in your riding decisions or or working with your horse on the ground, whatever it is you're doing. Or it might just be information about your surroundings that is just helping you get out of your head and that worry area and instead focusing on what is right in front of you. And that's really important for moving forward and getting your thoughts to this present moment. The other thing is that we need to become very aware of what works for us to help get us into a calm alert state. So in Harmony Horsemanship, we talk about the Harmony Energy Scale, where we want to be in a calm alert state, which is uh, something we talk about with kids in schools for self-regulation. So we talk about the color zones, yellow, red, and green. Yellow meaning that you're half asleep and definitely not ready to learn. Green meaning you're calm alert, you're ready to learn. Red meaning that you're on high energy or high alert and you're not ready to learn because you're you're too high on alert. You're not able to focus well. And then we have a fourth color in there as well for the harmony energy scale, which is black, which means that you are in full panic mode and you are going fight or flight, which is definitely something that we want to avoid. And in schools with kids, we teach different strategies. Okay, recognizing first, am I in yellow or am I in red? Am I in black? And how do I help myself get to green? So the first step is to recognize, shoot, like I'm in red right now. I need to figure out how I'm going to get myself down to green. That could be that you need to get off your horse and just breathe for a second. It could be that you need to see somebody else work with your horse to give yourself that confidence boost to know you can do it. It could be that you need to go back to a calm connection exercise. Maybe go back to your S pattern and just go to that pattern that you know, the S pattern from calm connection and get you and your horse back breathing, relaxed again and calm alert, and then go back to whatever exercise it is that you were handling. It could be that you need to focus on your breath and doing those inhales through your nose and exhale like you're blowing out birthday candles nice and slow nice long exhale which can help trigger that parasympathetic which is that relaxation thinking frame of mind nervous system that we want to be in we want to get away from that fight or flight response and do things that are going to help us get into that thinking frame of mind using that parasympathetic nervous system. Not everything we can do on our horse. There are lots of things we can do to help our parasympathetic nervous system. Only some of them we can do on the horse. The exhaling with blowing out the birthday candles can really help. Saying things that you see is one thing. And then you can move through your other senses as well. So you can 
say, okay, I, you know, I see the trees, I see the fence, stuff like that. And then you can go on to what do I hear? I hear my dog licking her feet right now in the background. I hear um, the wind blowing. I hear construction going on in the distance. So you can go through your different senses and then into smell and taste and even touch, like what you're, you're feeling that way. And that can help you become more present and get you synced up with your parasympathetic as well. You can uh, focus on um, what you can do. So if something is going to upset you, you don't know what's going on, you can focus on what are your solution options. There's no point fretting over this is happening, this is upsetting me. Instead, if we can try to stay solution focused, and that's going to really help you have control over the situation and help you not go into a full-blown panic on that. So for example, let's say you are on a trail ride and all of a sudden you notice that there is, I don't know, a flock of birds up ahead. Maybe some turkeys are in the grass up at the head and you can kind of see them and you know they're there and you're worried that they're going to spook your horse. Well, instead of worrying that they're going to spook your horse and kind of putting that negative energy into your horse, that tension, you can focus on what are the solutions that you can do to help get out of this situation. So you could dismount your horse and lead your horse through the turkeys. You could try to make some loud noises to get those turkeys to fly away. If somebody else is on the trail ride that has a, a braver horse or isn't scared of that, they could ride up ahead first to take on the turkeys to get them to get out of the way. You could choose to circle or go back or just stand and wait until the turkeys get out of the way, like stay at a safe distance that's not going to upset your horse. So you have lots of options that you can choose from. And then you got to think about which one, you know, is going to make the best sense for you in that moment. There's no right or wrong. It's just these are your options and think about the pros and cons and which one's going to help you out the most. If you're in the competition ring and you have a horse that maybe is refusing a particular jump in the ring or something like that, maybe they're scared of a particular scary corner then maybe you can go into the warm-up ring and try to mimic that situation as best as possible. I see a lot of people doing this sometimes where if let's say a horse, let's say there's a liver pool or something in the competition and a lot of horses sometimes will look at liver pools. So people will do things like bring a blue blanket into the ring and place it underneath the warm-up jump to get the horse to jump over a blue uh blanket as part of the warm-up jump because it looks kind of the same as a liver pool. So that's an option to help the horses to practice, like try to simulate as best as possible what's going to be in the ring and get your horse to do that in the warm-up ring. Or if maybe somebody has an umbrella that's in the crowd and you're worried your horse is going to be spooked by that, see if you can find an umbrella or something that looks like an umbrella and get a friend or a family member or somebody who's at the side of the warm-up ring to open that, move it around a little bit outside of the ring so you can kind of mimic that situation and help prep your horse for that. It's not just prepping your horse, but it's also prepping you to have the confidence that you can work through it and that you and your horse are going to be okay once you get into the arena. 
and having that confidence as you ride by that scary corner or that umbrella or as you ride into that Liverpool is going to make a world of difference as you come in to do that. Being able to just focus on the jumps ahead of you and not fretting about all that other stuff is really going to make the biggest difference to your horse. They need to feel that confidence from you, which means that you need to be in the moment, focused on what you're doing and not off in your head, thinking about other things. They need to feel that you're present. And that's the other thing is you might not necessarily be scared and anxious and tense, but you could be distracted or just kind of not there in your thoughts and in your movements. And so if you're thinking about your stressful day or an argument that went on with your family or your friend and you're thinking about all these other things, you could be having some subconscious tension that's going through your body and causing you to tense different parts of your muscles, your legs, your butt cheeks, all of those different things that your horse can actually feel. And when they feel that, they don't know that you're actually thinking about something that has nothing to do with what's going on today. They just know that you're feeling tense and stressed. And so that can put your horse on more high alert. And then that can spiral into other issues. So we have to be so careful about being present, which is one of the reasons why I I love working with horses, because it really helps you to just be here now. And that's what it's all about. Be here now. Focus on what's going on in the moment right here with your horse. Forget about everything in the past. Forget about what you're worried about in the future. This is you and your horse right here, right now. And lets you let go of all that other stuff, which is one of the reasons why horses are can be great therapy for, um, for helping us to just find a a better happy place and and be here. So those are some tips to help you with that mental aspect of horses. And at the end of the day, you can do that deep breathing with the blowing out the birthday candles. You can think about your senses and noticing what you see, hear, smell, taste, touch. You can become more aware of what's going to help you be in that green calm alert state. You can be solution focused so that way you're aware of what your options are, give yourself some control over the situation. And in the end, it all sums up to be here now. So I leave you with those thoughts for today. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Horse Happenings with myself, Lindsay Partridge. Remember, you can always check out more great free resources and other information at HarmonyHorsemanship.com or check me out on my personal website, LindsayPartridge.com. That's Lindsay with an E, Partridge.com or HarmonyHorsemanship.com. Thanks so much for listening and bye for now.